Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to the Everton Fan Focus podcast. In this special edition, we're joined by the Everton Supporters Trust. Tonight, I'm joined with Mark Ellis. Hello. Ben Ellis. Hello. I'm also joined by Andy, Simon no, and George. George. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get there first, George. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also joined by Dave Kelly as well from the Everton Supporters Trust. And tonight, the lads are going to give us an insight into the newly formed Everton Supporters Trust. Uh, a bit of a background, the aims and achie- uh, achievements and what, what, what they're basically involved in. Um, and we're going to put some questions to them about their involvement, what it means for Everton Football Club as a whole, what, what it means for our fans and as an organisation. So, I want to start with you, Andy. Do you want to in- give a bit of an introduction and give us an insight into the organisation? Yeah, so basically Everton Supporters Trust is a democratic, not-for-profit organisation and we are ultimately committed to be in the voice um, to feed into Everton Supporters Club, the voice of the fans. Um, we've been going for about two or three months now. Um, we started to grow our membership. Um, we're getting feedback from members all the time, um, and we've got a number of campaigns on the go at the moment, such as like the food bank, um, living wage campaign, um, a few other things which the lads will talk about as well. That sounds very interesting, and obviously. Would it be a newly formed? What's the general initial feeling? Like, what are you getting? A lot of memberships, a lot of questions asked. You guys are in St. Luke's before every home game. Yeah. What's the feeling amongst Evertonians when they're coming to you? Most of most of the feeling, the feelings of the fans are positive. They want to get involved. You know, with the people are signing up to the the mailing list. 
Um, we're getting members signed up all the time, but the, as per usual, any newly formed organisation, they're asking questions, what we're about, what we're up to. Um, but really a bit we're, suspicious then, yeah? No, not suspicious at all, more a piece of, we're there for the fans, we are just acting as a voice of the fans yeah. With, yeah. to communicate with the club. Um, so really, it's, they drive our agenda um, once they join up, and that, that's it, ultimately. So all of this, I know you'll probably go into further detail later on, is is supported by Supporters Direct? It is, is that right? Yeah, it is supported by yeah. Supporters Direct, and we're affiliated to them. So you're an affiliate to them, is there, um, I don't know if you guys want to use examples, but is there any other examples in Premier, in the Premier League that where this has been a success? Obviously we know there's fan involvement in you would like to think well, probably almost the, all clubs but probably the most famous supporters trust in the Premiership at the moment is uh, Swansea City that is fan owned yeah. um, and, 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 and from the sublime uh, to the ridiculous uh, probably somewhat ironic that the supporters trust movement was set up a number of years ago by an Evertonian who you may well have heard of called Andy Burnham yeah. <laughs> so it actually the idea actually originates from a blue wow. uh, who, who part of the government task force uh, come up with the idea of, of the fans actually ultimately getting ownership of clubs um, to many it's an unrealistic objective uh, for a Premier League club but I think when you look at the likes of Man United supporters trust mm-hmm. they've got 205,000 members Really? Oh. Um, uh, uh, so, Massive. yeah, so, so from small acorns uh, grow big oak trees, yeah. and, and hopefully that's the direction that we're now heading in. So it's like five times the average home game attendance in but, membership. But I think I think one of the pleasing things about Everton supporters trust is um, it, 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 we've got a worldwide fan base, whether we like it or not. And I think uh, I, I think sitting there this evening at the executive committee meeting, uh, we were pleased uh, that we got our first uh, international membership application for the Evertonian in Thailand. Excellent. And, 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 and that's what it's about. There's, there's a global fan base out there that probably most of them will never get the opportunity of watching Everton play to feel a part of it by joining a democratically elected organisation that hopefully promote the club and, 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 and fan issues uh, right the way up to the top of the club. So, just um, just on issues and, and sort of fan liaison, there's obviously things going on that are very relevant in terms of what happens at Arsenal. For example, Saturday night. That's a sort of a thing that you guys are taking a key role with, with the trust, yeah? Yeah, I wrote, um, I've asked all the fans every week on the Everton Supporters Trust, um, if they go away, give us a little report, not on the pitch report, because everybody wants to be a reporter and of course, talk yeah, tactics, yeah, yeah. but we're saying, tell us what your journey was like, how you were treated, because that's what the Supporters Trust are here for, for the supporters, how, we, how we're treated. And what we can do about things, because there's nothing worse than saying this was terrible or, or this was great, but you know, there's no outlet for me to say that or to do something. Yeah. Um, but I went to, I, I, you know, I was at Arsenal on uh, Saturday and uh, expensive, all looks wonderful, but yeah. you know, we got drenched for 90 minutes because although it looks wonderful, the Emirates, it's not, the, the rain just covered. drives in, yeah. well, yeah. It, it just drives in, and the roof the very modern roof was leaking so that's the type of thing that we say but the worst thing that happened the, the worst incident is that there was a thing saying uh, for all Everton supporters who were travelling back to London tonight the train's been cancelled 
Well, we heard, yeah, we heard yeah, actually, to be honest, George, we watch it. I think anyone who's watching on the telly could hear the jeers yeah. and the announcements. Well, we heard that, and then I, I mean, I was staying, I was with my grandson and uh, a mate Gaffer, who I want to say that because they're members of the ESC as well. And we said we were all right, we'd booked hotel, and we were saying, and we saw people on their phone saying, I'm going to try and get a hotel, uh, I think I'll try and get a train to crew, mm. yeah. and then try and get a taxi. And you know, then the next day, I wrote me a report saying that the, the, the train, and then we heard that it was a hoax anyway. Now, I don't want to go into the, it was a hoax announcement, yeah. And what the trust has done on the supporters' behalf, and that's the big issue, that's the point, on behalf of the, the you know, the Everton, I won't say Everton, because I'm not an average amount of Everton. But the Evertonian, that's that, that Everton, game and that it affects, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the trust has written to Arsenal, written to you know Virgin Trains, and written to Everton saying, you know, we want an explanation. Why did this happen? Even the fact that it was a hoax, how did that come about? So for anybody listening to the podcast, that's why we want you to be a member of the supporters trust. The more, the higher membership we've got, the more push we've got. We are negotiating with the clubs. We're negotiating with Arsenal, with with the police. You know uh, about the you know the way people are treated. So it's it, ultimately it's give very, the fans a, a better experience. On well, that's what it's all about, isn't yeah. it? We know that you know we can talk about the pitch and what, what goes on on the pitch all night, but most fans want to see lower prices. I think these are pretty general. Yeah. Most fans want to see lower prices, better access to games, you know, especially away games, better treatment, you know, not not being uh, unpleasantly treated by uh, you know certain clubs, stewards yeah. or the police. I mean, I've been mistreated. By please, just be, because I've got an accent, you know, and uh, we we don't want to accept that. The, the the supporters trust is here to to support Evertonians, but it's it's not just about the negatives. It's actually about celebrating how great it is to be part of Everton Club. So if it's a good experience, that needs to be fed back as well, yeah. And, and the club needs to, you know, anybody in, involved with football needs to listen to us. Yeah. I think I think the other interesting thing as well is I think. Uh, Fan activism has come a long way over the last couple of years. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I think when there's things like I know it's on Liverpool City Council licensing committee, so next time I told Everton. Does well, that mean you can get my bins picked up? Any? Uh, <laughs> I don't license pubs. I can't get a, I can't get a reply off that Joe Anderson. You know, he's all right, mate. Joe, honestly, he lives near me in Old Swan. I can't get a reply. So, Sorry, Dave. So the next time we're told that Everton won't pass the ground safety certificate, we've actually yeah. got someone who sits on the license and now. Right, okay. And, and, and where, where that benefits us, we actually have now started taking part in the police debriefs. We took part in the police debrief prior to the derby. We went with the police and the city council. And yeah. um, one of the things we raised on behalf of not just Evertonians but with the Pudians, because Peter Shankly are also on it. We actually said before that it was grossly unfair and at the Zarbi last year at Goodison, anyone in the corporate setting could have alcohol. Anyone in the cheap seats rattling the jewellery, right, couldn't. And that was why on the back of the pressure and our input, alcohol was served at the Zarbi this year. Uh, and the police, the police are actually sitting there and listening and welcoming. I, 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 I went to the police debrief. But the most glamorous things at our face on Saturday, the Saturday morning when we played Chelsea yeah. and took part in the full debrief uh, with, with the police and the stewards. Yeah. And it's actually consulting with fans. And it, I think it leads on to the point that George has just made. The Metropolitan Police 
within a sentence that, that's a brief. Well, and we need to know, I believe, saying to British Transport Police, <laughs> we want to start taking part in debriefs, because as well as that hoax announcement, there was also anyone travelling to London, would have been uh, travelling back from London, the trains with the right. Well, if they're going to put the right trains on, we want them to consult with us, we want them to talk to us, yeah. we want to know the reason why the right. And we can no, then let the uh, families and let Evertonians know you're travelling by saying, and that's what it's all about. The day, if people want to have a bevy, they want to know whether we can have a bevy or not. But yeah. the thing is, uh, uh, ironically enough, over the course of the last couple of weeks, there's been lots of rugby supporters. Uh, and, and let's use St James's Park as an example. You know, the rugby supporters in St James's Park able to drink alcohol. Yeah. But Newcastle United supporters sitting in their own stadium can't watch their team and have alcohol. And it's about us being treated yeah. far less favourably than uh, other groups within society. It's a judgment of football fans almost, isn't it? Definitely, and I think obviously you guys, from what you're saying there, you're acting on behalf of supporters, so it's an eye opener for me sitting here listening to you. You know what I mean? I don't know nothing about the Evans Supporters Trust. That incident at Arsenal happened well, on Saturday night, so members got in touch with ourselves on Sunday. We emailed Everton and Arsenal by Sunday evening. Yeah. Um, so you've got a direct link into the club, the police, and other clubs. Or do you have to go? No, we just go normal channels. Normal channels. Normal channels. Yeah, yeah. On behalf of Everton supporters, yeah, yeah. just collectively. Right. Okay. We also contact our counterparts at Arsenal supporters trust. Yeah. We contacted the sure. director of communications to find to find out what had happened from their end. They put us in touch with British Transport Police yeah. and this evening we've had a response from British Transport Police explaining right. the reasons and apologising for the oversight between themselves and Virgin and they're still looking to get to the bottom of it. Well, that's, so that's within like, what, five days of it happening. But that in itself, though, Andy, is, is progress, isn't it? Because is. other people might get a bit disgruntled about it, they might have a bit of moan on Twitter. But then that's it, they go to the next game or the next away, away game and yeah. do nothing about it. And At the end of the day, if that's putting people out or costing people more money, there's people asking questions of it, then surely it's for the better of Everton Football Club and, I I, think, and their fans. I think the really interesting thing about all this is, um, when we first started talking uh, with the idea of a supporters trust for Evertonians, you, you'll probably all remember vividly Everton playing Arsenal in the FA Cup a couple of years ago yeah. and they yeah. gave us a reduced ticket yeah. allocation yeah. Yeah. well supporters direct who were the governing body of football supporters trust has actually convened a Premier League supporters trust meeting with Arsenal and the FA yeah. ironically enough Everton were probably the only club who was affected by anyway but weren't invited and we weren't invited because we didn't have a supporters trust. Ironically enough, it was political pressure that we put on yeah. Joe Anderson and Andy Burnham that actually got it into a political arena. But we couldn't get into a football arena because we didn't have a supporters trust. And I think that actually demonstrates... That's right, and you're actually looking at an organisation that's endorsed nationally. It's, uh, and just stuff like the financial standards...
No, this isn't for fellow sitting in the alehouse coming up no, with an idea, is what yeah, we've got. Yeah, There's yeah, a real yeah. strict regime yeah, yeah. and a strict criteria that's got to be adhered to. I would never have dreamt uh, a football trust would have you know, been into that sort of thing. It's just, you know, it's, um, what do you call it, naive maybe. You just think, oh, there's probably one day trying to take over the club and that's it one day. But, but it's so vast and, you know, I've learned a lot just in this bit last ten minutes. Yeah. To be honest with you, the, the book on supporters trust is empty. You write it yourself. Yeah. Um, so you can you can do as much or as, or as little as right. as the members sort of dictate. And we already. I mean, we look we launched in September, but um, we signed the rules in March, so yeah. we officially established the March. But I'd say already that we're probably one of the most active trusts yeah. in terms of getting getting people involved and and and, and going out and doing stuff. And it's it's little things like the the. Yeah. Um, the food banks because one of one of the things that supporters directs tries to promote in in trusts one of the sort of ethos that you've got to really take on board is be sort of ingrained in your community. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't just see like the community as being you know around Goodison Park, yeah. the Walton area. I see it like as being a you know a worldwide Everton community. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, charity starts at home as well, and and. You know, a lot of the issues that are facing um, North Liverpool and, and the city as a whole, uh, stuff with you know people going hungry and stuff like that. Yeah. And if we can, yeah. just by problems. yeah, exactly, and yeah. just by just a, in you know a small sort of gesture that we're doing, if we can improve people's lives. I think that's a brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Wouldn't even well, that's something that I, I completely agree with you, Mark. That's something you'd sit here ten minutes ago and you would not know that an Everton supporters trust will be involved in anything sort of like that. Well, I think in fact liaison, yeah, and I, I, I can see the campaign on Twitter and, and I'm driving it and I, I, I'm all for it. I think to be honest, if it's for the better of Everton's fans, then why not? You know what I mean? I think, I think, people, think people, I think probably people need to realise that there's no agenda behind it and that user there. As a liaison, I think what we're, one of the things that we're trying to put across is as well is um, for us, for a lot of Evertonians, it's not just the 90 minutes on a Saturday afternoon no. or a Sunday afternoon. You know, it, you know the, the club's there 24/7, and it, it's, it's impacting the community 24/7. Um, so, you know, if we can deliver, you know, give give a bit more back to the community that that hosts Everton Football Club and, yeah. and, and what happens on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Just enhances its own reputation. Yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. I think it's great listening to you. You know, the three of you all said it's fantastic. It's great. It's a few. Then join. Yes, okay. that's what we want you to do. Sorry, that's like an advert, but it's an advert. Yeah. And if anybody listen, well, all the people listening, if they want to join and they want to know more information and they want to find out, you know, more yeah. about what we're saying, it's very simple. Uh, we've got a website, EST. uk. It's dead easy. And on there you can get links. EST78.co.uk and it's very simple and on there you can just join which is what we want you three to do and I'll be checking up on you next week and I'll tell you what if you haven't joined by next week I'm coming to your house say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. 
Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we need people to join at yeah, the point. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing is this thing about the community and the wider community. The Chelsea Supporters Trust came up to St. Luke's the other week before the match. And, and you make... You make Relationship then, so yeah. that when fans go to Chelsea, they can say, "Listen, this is a good safe pub to go there." You know, this yeah. is yeah. you know, yeah, that's what football's about. Yeah, yeah. Football's about the fans. You know, it's a, it's a great yeah. club without the fans. I think, I think just, just, just on the food bank one. Well, I think the, the other thing that makes uh, Everton supporters trust food bank quite unique uh, is a little bit of scout solidarity. Because it isn't just beans on a cousin, it's beans on an Anfield as well. Oh, yeah. and, and fair play to the spirit of Yankee for getting involved in the joint initiative. And I think we've been hashtagging hunger doesn't wear club colours. Because mm. I'm yeah. not donating the tin of beans to a blue or a red. I'm donating the tin of beans to someone who's hungry. And the stark reality of all that is the communities in and around both these clubs have put up with a lot yeah. over the last 130 years. Of large numbers of people are coming in and out, and it's about time the football club starts putting some something back into the community. Um, I, 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 I felt really humble going into the food bank, and after the first food bank collection, they actually had enough to feed uh, the people they've got on the books. They had three weeks worth of food supply after one game. This is significant. Now you actually look. Half a breath older, uh, there, yeah. uh, in, 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 in the last twelve months, there's a million and eighty-three thousand people had to get at least three days' food off the food bank. 
and that was we were dead careful about what we were doing and what we were getting involved in because we didn't want to compete with something that was already there yeah. we wanted to compliment it and that's what we're doing we're complimenting it we're supporting something that's already there but yeah. using the resource that's us down this well, table I think that's refreshing just myself I know people do food bank initiatives and we do in work and what have you but um, I think that's really refreshing that two supporters groups have come together that represent not, not necessarily the two clubs but the two clubs set of fans or sections of the fans and have come together and do that and they're not doing it for their own good they're not, they're not doing it off their own they're just doing it for the sake of people who are underprivileged and it's for charity at the end of the day and that to me is just another tick off the, um, well, the list the, what you should do the relationship that he, you know each Premier League trust and not just Premier League but across the leagues as well have each have with each other and it, it's something that the whole support for trust me from uh, active football groups coming together it's something that that's you know a recent thing you know the first supporters trust yeah. came about Northampton Town in 1992 supporters directors born around 2000 thanks to Andy Burnham and it's 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 more like a recent uh, a recent thing and it's it's more um trying to get across to football fans that we've got more in common yeah. Than out of common, yeah. we know. Okay, yeah. when you know when ninety when the, when the game comes against Liverpool, you know for ninety minutes with 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 enemies. Yeah. But then once the, the game finishes, you walk out and then you you meet your your, your brother yeah. or your, your cousin or your sister or your mum or your dad who's a red and you walk home with them and yeah. And it's not just it's not and just. And it goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. it's not just Everton and Liverpool. It's 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 across the whole country and this is where you, know, you talk about um, the the meeting that supporters direct convened with the FA. And it, yeah. that, that that's supporters groups coming together and saying, "Hang on a second, you know, this this is affecting not just these fans; it's affecting everyone." Because yeah. I, I I like that time and what you're saying about the fans are having a say. So yeah. I know you've done stuff with the twenties plenty as well. And well, I think I, I think I, I like the yeah. fact that the fans are having a say because it's, obviously we know that football nowadays is a sky monopoly and this and that. Yeah. And we we, we attended. We, we, it's good to see that the fans are having a say back and, and putting a bit back. You know what I mean? We, we, we attended a meeting in, in, in Manchester a fortnight ago at FC United, totally fan owned. Yeah. Um, as an Evertonian, you'd, you'd have to be embarrassed that from nothing. They built their own stadium yes. and, and constructed yeah. their own team and stadium. One of the kids who was with us at the meeting at FC United four nights ago said to me, How much did all this cost them? Yeah. And I said to him, I haven't the foggiest, but ask him. He said, Who's he? I said, He's yeah. the chief executive of the club. He's no different than you or I as a fan. The ironic thing about it was, the chief executive of that football club was that enthused that there was two ten-year-old scousers asking questions. He took them yeah. on the tour of the stadium. How are you listening, Robert Elstone? He took them on the tour of the stadium. He took them in the changing rooms. And he took them, yeah, the chief executive of the club. And, and, and that's what football trusts yeah. can be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that's the ultimate objective. And that's the ultimate. Yeah. May well be pie in the sky at the moment, but if that's what we aspire to be, I'm yeah. quite happy to. Uh, well, to be honest, Dave, sorry to jump in. I remember going to a meeting, and it was at the park end, 
and this was this was a couple of years ago now, and I got a, a, a bit of an ad hoc in, invitation. And I remember you speaking with the lads from support uh, Subdirect, and I remember it. And I thought to myself, there was a lot of questions from the floor, and there was a few maybe shareholders in attendance. And I, I remember thinking, this is just pie in the sky, but it's not now. It's reality. It's in place, and there's no reason. Yeah, obviously financially, yeah, people want to join it. It's their choice. You're not forcing people to join it, but. Sounds to me like there's a campaign for more than just family aids. There's a lot more to it, and it can, it can be beneficial and to all our fan base. And that's, and that's the thing, you know, with all our members at the moment and everyone who's on our email list, we've just sent out a survey monkey asking their opinions in terms of what they want us to focus on, asking them 10 key questions. So we've had loads of responses back from yeah. the members saying, This is what we want you to focus on. So, it's the fans. so it drives the agenda. Yeah, the um, fans drive so it's all about the fans and all about the members. So we are keen that people do sign up. Um, you know, we are regulated yeah. by the fan Financial Conduct Authority. We are constituted. It's not just four guys who set this up. We are, you know, we have yeah. got a fan base that we need to represent. So can you share any findings from that, that survey? As you know, it's, 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 they will be on the every, website. Yeah, yeah, website yeah. Is, um, collating them at the moment. Yeah. Every, so the website's updated every day and yeah. Facebook. Yeah. But I think, just to say one other thing, that today we're sitting here and we're all a bit sad because our Kendall's yeah. funeral the people listening and I suggest that, that that's the end of an era in a way because Kendall as every Evertonian knows knew the fans spoke to them yeah. you know knew what the he, would, he would talk to them on the street still up to a week or two ago yeah he would talk to fans he would listen to fans but over the last 30 years football has been taken out of the hands of the fans yeah. and it's been there's been a gap between the fans the club, the players, the managers, the owners, that's got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you don't like that, the people listening, then join the supporters club so that we can make that gap tighter and yeah, tighter well, again. Yeah, where we can get our say to the... I do think it's the end of an era. Yeah. With, with, with Howard today, a terrible sad. You're not, you're not yeah. the first person that said that. Yeah. Really but um, today, but let's do something then. Yeah, you know. it's, a, it's, a, it's interesting what you said before about um, machine that you were at the, the, the shareholders forum last year and you yeah. with supporters directing. That must have been what it was because yeah. it was at the park end. Yeah, yeah. But and, and you know, I take on board when you're saying that you know you're looking at it and you're thinking it's pie in the sky. And, and to be honest with you, sitting here as like the chair of, of Everton supporters, trust them looking out the window there and I'm seeing Goodison Park and I'm thinking what our ultimate aim is to is to own that fan ownership yeah. of, of every yeah. football club and to an extent that you know from where we are at the moment humble beginnings that is high in the sky for us yeah but I mean one of the other, one of our other ultimate aims is to have fan representation on the board and there's discussions going on at supporters direct at the moment yeah. what should be the focus for trust in a in, in our position, Premier League, where you talk about to buy Everton Football Club, I mean, there was you know, reports last week coming out saying that people were interested for £250 million or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. That, that is, that is going to be... Do you think you know, that is fine? Sorry, Dave, uh, but, um, yeah. but I think what, what, what's more realistic for, for trust in our position is getting that fan representation on the board. And that all comes back to fans working together for Everton fans yeah. working together on a national level because that's now being talked at a parliament, parliamentary level yeah. so it's MPs talk about bringing in legislation to get 
football fans on you know uh, yeah. democratically elected via the, the supporters trust onto the board of directors of their football club. So there's you know, a lot of muscle behind it. See, well, 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 that was that was, so that was actually just, it was actually a Labour Party the fact that manifesto. The fans want to have a say about their club. It's actually it's recognised on a national. Yeah, but, well, I mean, it, I mean, I hate to go back to Andy Burnham again as another example, but if you think about it, he's never turning and sits in the Gladys Street. Yeah, you know, he's going to have a thoughts and opinions. Yeah. He could I'll, be totally I'll, against it if, if he was, you know. Yeah, he's not. He's See, I think I think most supporters would be surprised to learn that if the Labour government had been elected in May, yeah, there's a manifesto commitments that within a hundred days of the Labour government being elected, supporters trusts would have two fans on the board of every club, and that. Uh, um, that that document that documents yeah. what became their manifesto uh, uh, priority. Yeah. Everton Supporters Trust actually met with the composer who put that manifesto commitment together. We met with Clive Efford, the Labour MP, who put yeah. that together. We took part in the meetings with most Man yeah. United Supporters Trust. So it's actually been right at the very heart of what's going on within the supporters' movements. We're not looking to be on the periphery. We've had our little bit of being on the outside looking in over the Arsenal yeah. Tiffer fiasco. Yeah. We want to be playing a full and active role. And that's why we liaise with every other supporters' trust, not just in the yeah. football league, but right throughout the whole of the pyramids. I think that hammers home as well. I mean, like you say, this, this sort of movement's only in its infancy, uh, you know, nationwide, not just not just yeah. supporters' trust. But if, if you know, at this stage now, if, if um, we're getting this spoke spoken about it, you know, at Westminster yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. you know, imagine where we'll be in ten years' time, fifteen, twenty years' Fantastic. time. Yeah, and that's a terrific platform on which to build. And that's the important thing is that this is not just an overnight thing. This is a, a long term. Yeah. Our plan in terms of this is here to stay, and um, so we do need members to join up and you know be part of it. Um, you know they can join up as George said by going to the website www.est1878.co.uk. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at est1878. Est underscore 1878. Yeah. Est underscore yeah. underscore yeah. underscore. Pain, isn't it? Yeah. There's um, a guy at est1878. Just some some random guy, and he, he doesn't tweet. He doesn't. Yeah, he does. But he's getting all sorts of <laughs> <laughs> he can be having a family. Got five thousand followers. With fans. <laughs> and, and also, it, before every home game, we're in St Luke's upstairs two hours before, and people can come in. They can have a chat with us, ask us anything they want to ask us. Yeah, get into um, St Luke's because that's a fantastic place. You talk about being in the community. Do you know what? You should go around to there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in a producer? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Taffy in there. Yeah. Everton Heritage have got they've got loads of fantastic stuff that you, you know. Yeah, the Terrace Society. Yeah, yeah. They sell old programs. Yeah, that does. Programs dating back to the year dot, and yeah. you know it's it's, it's brilliant going, and they do a cracking cup of tea downstairs yeah. as well. <laughs> and, in, and in terms of membership fee, it's, yeah. it's either five pound or ten pound. So you know it, 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 that's what it is for an annual membership: five pound for sixteen to twenty-four year olds and over sixty-fives. Oh, oh, I feel like I'm the girls. So there you go. There's, there's all the, I was going to come to you and say, what's the social media and all that? Yeah. But you've, you've obviously you've cleared most of it up there. And the um, but I'd just like to say, 
a big thanks to all of you then for, for saying what really you said. Like I think um, really like myself, Ben, Mark, um, I've learnt an awful lot there. Yeah. yeah, just to who will be members within a week. I feel bad for not being a member. Santa, as I say, there will be members. Um, lads, have you got any final thoughts on that? What it, obviously it's a new thing to us. I've given my thoughts. What do you think? It's it's a great initiative. It's fantastic, and the fact that you're liaising with other clubs as well is absolutely brilliant. It just gives more power, doesn't it, to the help of trying to get somewhere into these clubs. I just think, yeah, in a day when football fans don't get much of a, a deal from like, ticket prices and cost of getting to games, look, and I just think for for a group to be acting on behalf of them fans to make sure that they get sort of the best and the most cost-effective. Experience, you know, you're doing a lot with Yeah, I mean, we don't, it's don't, just, you know, you take into account to, people's situations, don't you? Yeah, that, you we know? don't claim to speak on behalf of every Everton. No, I mean, we, 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 so you need to, yeah, I think that's what just as a neutral, you probably need to outline that, and I think you have done there. Yeah, I mean, I mean people think any sort of group acts on behalf of every Evertonian, yeah. but it's not. No, that we, we act on behalf of our members, and every, everything we've done so far in, in terms of approaching the club over um, over certain campaigns, certain things, you know, it's been purely by our members coming to us and saying, not happy about this, or no, we'd like you to do that. I mean, we tweeted, we tweeted out last week, I mean, after after Kendall's Kendall's death last um, last weekend, yeah. a couple of our members come up to us and said, "Well, it'd be fantastic if we'd done a permanent memorial." Now, yeah. like to be honest, I come come home a bit despondent after the match, but I fired an email off Twelvestone yeah. straight away. Well, it turns out that the fans forum had had something in the pipeline for a couple of months, which is fair play. But you know what? We've took feedback there from our fans and put it forward, and yeah. I'd like to think it's played a little. Little bit. Yeah. You want to know where to go and to when you with it with, with a proposal like that. You guys. The thing is, the thing is, yeah. and I speak here on behalf of myself. Not everyone would want to go to the official clubs fans forum mm-hmm. to put an idea across. Yeah. And I would. So to have someone else. This is a much yeah, seems to be a much more yeah. process. I know. And totally independent. Totally independent. Democratic. Yeah. That idea is now being approved, and it doesn't, as you said the other day, it doesn't matter whose idea it was. Doesn't yeah, exactly, if it happens, yeah. it, it happens for the best. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly yeah. think yeah. Um, just to touch on what the lads have said, it's an eye opener and um, a real education to speak to you also. Thanks very much for that, fellas. Anyway, just before and, um, you go, sorry, Sam. Um, it's all right now. Um, if anyone has any more questions yourselves, there is another shareholders forum next week, uh, next Tuesday, third of November, at yeah. half seven in the park end. Uh, everyone, it, it's free to attend if you're a if you're a shareholder. If you're a non-shareholder, I think it's two pounds. That two must pounds. be what I went to then last yeah, year. It, was, it yeah. must be. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be there along with the former players' foundation as well. Um, so we'll be giving a presentation on on, on the trust. So if anyone out there yeah. wants yeah. to come along, yeah. ask us questions. Yeah. You can ask us questions on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, go on our website and email us. You know, we're, 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 we're there Dave Kelly's always on Twitter anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's always on Talksport as well. <laughs> and finally, I'm not plugging them on Radio Merseyside in the morning. Uh, oh, you've got pump, a gig, have you? Pumping pump, pump the food bank. Yeah. But do us a favour. Yeah, yeah. Publicise the food bank. Yes, it's gonna be a regular occurrence. Yeah, donate so, food, so, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. donate any dry food and any yeah. toiletries. The bins will be up and down, good us and old. I'd like to say a big thanks to uh, to the lads in the Winslow. Yeah. You can rightly claim that the people's pub because there'll be a couple of bins outside there to be clearly Fantastic. identified yeah. as they will at St. Luke's. 
it's about football fans doing something for the community. Yeah. So dads, anyone anyway, feel a bit like Bob Soldier. Gives you money. Gives you food. Gives you toilet. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about me, Jim. Multi millionaires. No, that is fantastic, lads. Thanks very much, fellas. Much appreciated to all of you, okay? And we'll draw that one to a close. Cheers, fellas. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.